Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the 26th of July edition of the Geekly Pod, uh, the Geekly Roundup podcast. I believe this is episode 18, and we're probably getting in trouble again for not remembering. But I don't even care. Uh, today we have uh, Lauren. Hello. And special guest Nick. Ahoy, ahoy. Oh. Um, okay, ready? Let's go. Who wants to do the first topic? Lauren. Me. Um, so. There's a new thing that people are doing to cars. They're hacking them. Uh, if your car has really an IP bad. address, yeah. If your car has an IP address, it can be hacked. I and I read about this one like before even I knew it was on this list. Uh, and the hackers, when they started doing it, and because they're actually guys who work there for a security agency to f- actually find these things and tell companies about them, but they were actually like maybe this will only work with people who are on this local immediate Wi-Fi network and then they tried it and like no huh maybe it's only the people who are on this specific cell tower that we're using no it's anybody who's on the internet and so that basically means anybody who has a a car that hooks up to the internet which means basically any car at this point that's that has a GPS or any of those in-dash internet options. So that's scary. They were I, they were in, I don't know, like Florida or something doing it, and they could see people driving around uh, in Manhattan, Boston, L.A., whatever, through their computer. Well, that's terrifying considering the, it was Google and um, I forget who else, you know, the, the automated cars, basically, the, the self-driving cars. Right. It's not. It's not even those. It's just and any car that has access to GPS or and internet. Right. So like couple with couple the idea of just you know being able to hack these cars and these are regular cars. The idea of having self-driving cars on top of that makes exactly. it even worse because, um, like in the article, if you read, they uh, they actually have a guy driving around in a jeep um, who they know and as part of the article, had him go in the car. And first they did stuff like hack his dashboard thing, so they had a picture of the hackers on it, you know, funny stuff like that, turning up the volume, turning on the air conditioning. And, and then, then they, they cut started, the brakes. Yeah, and then they hacked his transmission and his brakes. Wow. And yeah. So he had to suddenly pull off the side of the highway, uh, you know, with his heart in his throat because he almost got plastered by a, a big rig. I mean, there could be somewhat entertaining things, outcomes happening. Um, you know, there's an armored car going and we just changed their GPS route to come into our factory. Right. Also probably get you thrown in jail really quickly things. But, yeah, aside from, you know, the fun and games of it all, the idea that they can hack your brakes 
or your actual engine is horrifying. All right. It it shows um, and, you know, how big the the internet age is getting ahead of everyone, considering all the you know you can't watch TV without seeing an online college telling you to sign up and learn um, uh, security for you know hacking and things like that, and now right. we're clearly not ready. Yeah, exactly. So luckily, these guys who are doing this um, are part of a you know the good guys and are going to be giving a. They've been feeding this information to the car companies to help them start white to hats. update their white hats. They're not black hats, but they're also going to be doing a uh, um, a presentation of this stuff uh, fairly soon. I think it's at August because uh, as scientists, they want their results to be peer-reviewed, which kind of means turning it loose and letting other people try it. Well, they're going to they're gonna only give out so much information um, yeah. that they'd have to reverse engineer, which, you know, we'll reverse engineering months. doesn't... Yeah. yeah. It's entirely probable that someone else is going to take advantage of this and screw with it. Yeah. So it's basically a race now for the security uh, patches to be applied. Oh, and that was the other terrifying thing, is that they can't do this the so that the car companies can't do the security updates without actually manually USBing into your into your car's computer. So you actually have to go to a dealer. Hey. Well, great. I guess that's good that the dealers can't also hack into your car. I guess, except for you know to apply updates so that you can't get hacked. Yeah, yeah. which is definitely a pain. Anyway, and that's that topic. <laughs> and who feels safe now? I drive an old car that doesn't have access to the GPS and not much of it is electronic, so I'm not too worried. I'm going to buy a bicycle. My <laughs> car, yeah, my car doesn't have a GPS built in. It has electronic stuff, but I'm fairly certain it doesn't have anything on the net. But what the hell do I know? Please don't hack me. If your car has the capability to have GPS, <coughs> it, it probably can be accessed by the, by the internet. Probably, but I wouldn't imagine they would be giving me... Um, like an uplink for free that would charge me for that, I would hope. Anyway, I don't know. Um, topic number two. Yes. Uh, so there's a game called Rust. We, I think we talked about it before already on here once. Um, it's a... Uh, I think it's like an apocalyptic simulator game where characters are randomly created and assigned to you, and... Um, when the game started, basically you just had the default character and you were who you were and it was um, s the standard kind of white guy. Uh, and I think you start off naked as well because it's, it's that kind of world where you have to start from scratch like Minecraft. Um, and then they did an update where they gave people uh, penises and like everything else in the game, they randomly assigned uh, penis size to you. <laughs> And then they did another one where you were randomly assigned skin color, and so people were, were people laughed and kind of were ups a little bit upset about the penis one, and then they laughed and were more upset about the skin color one. And now the next thing they're going to do is uh, they're finishing up the female models, and then they're going to randomly assign genders to characters. Good. And they're going to do it fifty-fifty because I don't know if you know this, but half the population are ladies. Yep. What? Since when? Yeah. And so. Uh, like everything else, it's going to be randomly generated. Good. I like it. I, I think it's going to be amazing and also kind of hilarious. I'm basically for anything that makes um, 
gamers who are really kind of very often coddled have to confront a whole bunch of stuff that they don't want to. I'm just excited for a mod so they can switch around uh, the gender and the anatomy. <laughs> you, you, you're hoping for, for penis sizes on ladies. Exactly, and then breasts on men. Why, n- why not, right? Right. You're right. They should they should they should figure out how to do that as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anyway, so they're gonna there's an impending update, uh, where they're gonna start assigning gender and nobody's gonna get a choice who are they gonna be. So Good. I see nothing wrong with that. That's pretty pretty amazing really. As it aside from be. you just guessing. And um and, and the thing I like is that uh, the lead dev says, We're not taking choice away from you. You never had a choice. <laughs> so that's it. I mean, that's no different than any other standard video game. Uh, you know, they're telling you, this is your main character, this is who you're going to be, and there's nothing different. Yep. The only thing here is that this is this game is actually multiplayer, so other people can see you. That's it. And the funny thing is, it's first person, so like, for the most part, I don't... I think it's first person at least. But for the most part, I don't even think you're going to know until other people see you. So... If you're really that sensitive about you're like threatened by your by being exposed to the opposite gender like that, then you have problems. You yeah. probably have problems, and this might actually be a nice learning experience for you. Yep. I'm stuck with what you get. It's Welcome hard to, to say. It's hard to say that if the people who are getting mad about this are the type that will learn from it, though. That is fair. That is a fair yeah. point. Yeah. Will they learn, or will they throw a hissy fit, or will they just try to find some way to like hack, or I don't just know? Just hoping that they don't throw hissy fits and hack. Or that they actually learn something. I tried to look at my shoes, and there's boobs in the way. I can't play a game like that. <laughs> How can I possibly play this? The the thing that's interesting about this game, though, is that um, they you can't even re-roll your character. Like they actually when you start playing a sign based on your Steam name, so like your Steam account is tied to the game. And so you're set. That's it. Tough luck. They are committed to this. That's epic. Yeah. So That's like beautiful. if you really are that upset about it, you have to empty it like start a new Steam account, pay for the game again, try your hand. You don't like that you're whatever, a black lady? Oh, that's that's a shame. Get over it or spend a whole bunch of money. But yeah, anyway, so in, in, in the topic of, of forced lessons in uh, gender awareness and racial awareness, that, gives, that gets stars from me. I agree, 100%. Let's talk All right. about the fact that they're doing asteroid mining. Okay, they're, so... They're going to be doing, they're, they're trying to do it. Yeah, so there's this company called Arcid 3, er, the company's called Planetary Resource, and they're sending a Arcid 3 Reflite spacecraft um, to an asteroid that's not too far from Earth to see what it's got and to mostly just test their systems to see how well their systems work um, in space. And every time I read read the word mining spacecraft in this article, I I misread it as Minecraft. So, um, but no, they're sending, it's mostly just to test their, their equipment right now, but they're planning on trying to mine the resources because asteroids are filled with precious metals and water and stuff that we could possibly need on our planet. It, 
Yeah, uh, the uh, the whole concept of asteroid mining is um, both genius and scary because a there's there are literally these huge chunks of of minerals and resources floating out there in space, and there's no reason why you can't eventually you know grab stuff and bring them back. The only the thing that's going to be really interesting to me though, and the part that's kind of scary, is what that actually does to the Earth's economy when we start you know bringing in. Hey, guess what? We found an asteroid the size of Manhattan, and it's half gold. There's so much sci-fi you know, about this already, like. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, there's so much sci-fi on the good, the, the pros and cons of do, of mining out in space and bringing it back to Earth. And all I can think of is we're mining, we're mining the hell out of our resources on Earth. We're going through so much metal as it is on Earth, and this is why they're looking out to space. We because we need more of these certain, like this certain set of precious metals, and we're just using it up like it's. Like, be like we have an infinite resource of it on Earth, but we don't. I'm kind of concerned by uh, any political issues that could uh, arise as far as, you know, one country says that they're entitled to X percentage of what comes out of it, or that it, the whole thing, uh, I would hope it remained, would, would be a, a joint effort that stays fair, and, you know, we don't get some huge, you know, blowback between, you know, various countries involved, and who gets what rights of uh, what's mined out of it, or even would corporations and companies have claim to whatever comes out of it? Yeah, yeah it's a, it's an interesting question because I don't I don't know. Like, like obviously there was um, the moon. They signed I think a treaty that says that nobody owns the moon, right? And everyone has agreed to it. But for things like this, if you do send up a uh, satellite that flies out to the asteroid and brings back, you know, tons and tons of materials. Is it owned by the company that brings it back? I would imagine, probably so. But then that's scary because, you know, who needs mega corporations with billions and billions of dollars uh, just from bringing resources and minerals back like that? I don't know what the implications are. I mean, I think this is actually how you end up eventually with uh, the Federation in Star Trek, and having so many minerals and and so much wealth that capitalism kind of evaporates and everybody gets to eat and live happily and pursue their life's ambitions One but can only hope but there's also even in the history of star trek there's i there's that like dark period in between where it's war yep so i don't want to i don't want to live in the war part i want to skip straight to the the space utopia part Unfortunately, it probably won't happen. We want to bypass the command and conquer era of it. Yes, exactly. I let's let's just let's just right now we're going to make a pact, all three of us, because this is obviously going to be the determining factor that um, we're going to skip straight through to the utopian ideal, the socialist ideal of everyone eating enough uh, and being happy and home and uh, clothed. I kind of rather roll the dice and see where this goes first. God damn it! <laughs> weigh my options first. You're the worst. Oh, this is what we get for bring, for for bringing in outside resources to the podcast. To this mind, <laughs> uh, yeah, we mined an external resource and we didn't realize. Look, he's oh, he's thrown off the delicate balance of things here. Should have planned ahead. Oh, this is the worst. You know who I blame? I blame Mike. He's I not here, triples. but I'm blaming Mike. And I hope he's listening right now. And and 
fist is bald in rage. <laughs> <gasps> Those guys again. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. So what, what was that? Giant space thing. Well, I guess we could talk about Minecraft since, you know, oh, you God. kind of brought up Minecraft. So, Minecraft's making a movie. They're making a mi movie out of Minecraft. And I just don't know how I feel about this. Doesn't it seem like um, the it's it's the same thing I feel about whenever they do whenever they announce something like this where they're basing something on a an IP that doesn't actually have a story. Yeah. I mean, maybe the story will involve them mining meteors. Maybe, <laughs> and then we can have meteor Minecraft. But they could follow this, these, like the so-called story of the whole, like from starting from scratch with nothing to the End Dragon. I guess, but but other than that, it's like Lego you... movies or something. I mean, if if, it's a, if they're geared towards kids, which I would assume, I mean, you've got your was, well, who's the, the, what's the main guy's name? Steve. He's got a, a dog or a couple of dogs for some character interaction, and he's gonna go fight a dragon. I'm not entirely certain how how family-friendly this is going to be, because the guy from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, uh, Rob McElhinney, I think that's how you pronounce it, um, he's directing it. And yeah. I don't know how that's gonna go. I mean, as long as they can get Dayman in there somewhere, then, you know, ah! right. <laughs> My god. <laughs> Oh, why would you do that? Now that song's in my head. <laughs> <laughs> it's already yeah, been in mind. So I saw... I'm going to go off Doral for a second. Um, do it. Somebody played the uh, Nightman versus Dayman over the Batman-Superman trailer that just came out. Oh, my God. Oh, it, it, yeah, so it I goes together pretty well, and it's been in my head the last couple of days. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. Yeah, every, everybody should look that up, because it works surprisingly well. I, I I watched that and I was kind of I don't know I I felt weirdly moved somehow <laughs> maybe that's just me maybe I have a problem hmm. we all have problems but anyway yeah I don't about the, about the Minecraft thing I just don't I don't there's not a story to it so I guess that kind of means they could do whatever they want as a story in some ways but I don't understand. Because the entire point to me of Minecraft is that, that it's something that everybody plays in a different way and does their own thing with. And so when you make a movie about that... You can't capture everyone's interests and experiences in, in a movie. It's impossible. Right, exactly. Some people want to fight to the end dragon. Some people, there's, there's a girl I knew who... All she wanted to do was make cake, and I helped her optimize the resources so that she could just have infinite cakes and make things out of cake, like coliseums and churches. <laughs> the cake coliseum. Pretty much. Oh my god. See, and this is the thing, like, I've, I've played Minecraft quite a lot, and uh, I have never even... I, I didn't... I know there's there's a dragon. I've never, I've never seen it. I know there's several, like, huge monsters. The only thing I've ever seen are the Endermen. But I've never even... Found, like I don't know how to how to do redstone well enough, or like how to do magic so that I can get to the alternate universe, whatever the heck it's called. The the end. The end. Oh, it's literally end. just called the end. The end. Yeah, I've never been able to get to the end of the game. Huh? So like, to me, the entire game is just stacking up blocks and 
basically exploring until I fuck up and die and then have to try and run back to my stuff before it gets destroyed. Which would be a really shitty movie. <laughs> he dies after five minutes and has to start over again. He's a corpse <laughs> run. Like, ah! <laughs> um, maybe it's just gonna be, you know, he wakes up and he's in a plane crash or something and now he's just gotta survive. And so he builds a house out of a tree and that's all I got. So that's basically, why I don't write screenplays. You're basically suggesting that they will make Minecraft into Lost. Exactly. Oh no. There's no polar bear, there's just a couple wolves that you can befriend and feed, you know, sheep to. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it's... Speaking of survival. Whatever. Speaking of survival, yeah. Let's talk about Fallout Shelter just quickly, because I know, Lauren, you have to run, so... Sorry. This is going to be a short podcast, because we're just fitting in what we can. Um... For people who are on iPods and iPads, they're already playing Fallout Shelter, and I hate them all. Jerks. Because I, 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 I want to play this so bad. And Same. It's, so anyway, it's coming out uh, August 13th, and um, I don't. there's nothing really to say about it other than the fact that it's coming out, and I'm super freaking excited, because I was actually... like When they announced during E3 that you know, this app is coming out, and they're like, you could download it right now. And I actually went onto the app store to try and download it. And then it didn't show up. And I was like, wait a minute. What is it? It's just, it's just on Apple right now. And then I, I kind of cried a little bit. Me and my yeah. Windows phone, I'm used to being disappointed by the lack of apps. Oh. The oh. missus has an iPhone. Um, but I, I was like, I can't use it because it, it broke and she can't use Wi-Fi on it. But, oh, no. but then I heard that it doesn't actually need Wi-Fi to run once you have it. So I got super excited. I'm like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get to play it. I got her phone. I'm going to download it. Oh, the file is too big. You need to connect to Wi-Fi to download it. Oh, no. So they, wouldn't, they wouldn't let you download it. it couldn't, couldn't even get far enough to download it. Because it, it wouldn't allow it to download until you're hooked up on Wi-Fi. Oh. Can you not like? Can you not tether on like through the USB to Wi-Fi somehow? Uh, you know, I haven't tried because I don't. I don't use her phone. I don't have a lot of Apple experience. Um, I haven't seen a way to do it, but that I might be know. an idea. I don't know. Or you know, if you have an Android phone, you really just have to wait like like three weeks. And that's that's where I'm at right now. So yeah, I'm. I'm. My my greatest fear at this point is that. Uh, August 13th is going to roll around and it's going to be like, your phone is not compatible with this. And then tears again. I I could see me needing to delete things in order to fit it on my phone. Oh yeah, I'm I'm fairly certain I'm going to have to make room on it. But I had, I actually used to have a tablet um, and I loved it so much. It was like a a Nexus 7, I think, the the second edition and I loved it and I played with it and then um, I dropped it from about a height of a foot in the bathroom once and it landed in such a way that it broke and then I was sad and then Mm -hmm. I went for a while without one and then I replaced it with the next version of the Nexus and then that one was working for a long time and then my girlfriend sat on it because it was on the couch underneath (laughs) a blanket and she didn't see it and it didn't crack and nothing about it like, was was in any way visibly broken, but the screen doesn't come on anymore. It still made sound, but the screen doesn't come on. And I don't know if you know this, but a tablet that has no screen that comes on 
useless. Yeah, a little bit. Are you sure? You, I don't think you've explored all the possibilities here. <laughs> maybe, maybe if the, like, somebody built in like a vibration touch app or something. I don't know. Anyway, that's the that's the sad story of 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 the tablets that I've owned and the heartbreak that I've suffered because of them and how I'm bad at keeping them. We do have a tablet that I don't use, but as soon as this is released, I will be using it, and I will get daggers stared in my direction daily for bogarting the tablet. That's that's worth it, though. You know, from, I, from what I can tell from people who have played it already, that uh, you're yeah, that's going to happen, and you're not going to care. I'll live with that. That's fine. All right. Speaking All right. Living with things. You have to go to a thing so that you can live somewhere. Hopefully. Show off. <laughs> <laughs> Show off living. All right, well, let's wrap this shit up then. Uh, this has been our express version of the uh, Geekly Roundup where we actually covered five topics in the space of like 20-something minutes, so go us. High Woo! fives all around. High fives all around. Um, so the Ace of Geeks podcast is available on Facebook at uh, the Ace of Geeks, Twitter at Ace of Geeks, and Instagram at Ace of Geeks, Tumblr at aceofgeeks.tumblr.com. Um, the blog is aceofgeeks.net, and it's on Google Plus, but nobody cares because nobody looks it up there anyway because nobody uses Google Plus anymore. Thanks for saving our bacon, Nick, and showing up. That's what I do. Is it amazing? He's like Superman. <laughs> you can't. You can't see that I'm wearing a Superman shirt right now. Are you really? I am not. No, I'm not. Don't, you should have lied. You know, this is this is just audio. You could have lied. No, you didn't tell me that. I combed my hair. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, all right, Lauren. Anything last words to say? Go us. Go us. Also, um, I now have the uh, the Ace of Geeks podcast uh, title belt again. Woohoo! Go me. Woo. All right. See you next week, people. Adios. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.